Where do bad things come from? Jesus taught us that there is destroyer on this earth, but Jesus came that we might have life and that more abundantly. Can we learn more about this controversy by studying Job? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, in our in-depth discussion as we seek our answers from Scripture. If I am a, uh, a 45, 50 year old man, I smoke heavily and add mm-hmm. to that sugar, maybe cheesecake right. would be a good one. I love cheesecake, by the way. But yeah, mm-hmm. cheese, a lot of cheesecake. My health regimen is mm-hmm. eating, drinking, smoking. And then right. I start to have heart problems. Do I then say yes, that's we do. That's exactly what we do. You know, uh, at our funeral, <laughs> The friends will say, well, you know, he's in a he's in a better place. God called him home. Uh, I just don't believe that, Charlie. I don't believe that God kills people to get them to heaven. And that's another topic, too, that we can talk about sometimes is what happens when a person dies. But right now we're talking about the character of God is shown in the book of Job. Maybe we should shift gears here because Job's already had lost all of his servants, all of his cattle. He's lost all of his family and he has boils on him that he's scratching and he's sitting in a pile of ashes and his three friends come, they hear about his problems and they come from their own place. There was Eliphaz, the Tamanite, Bildad, the Shunite, and Zophar, the Namathite. And they got together and made an appointment. And they said, they started out really good. They said, let's go mourn with him to comfort him. And that's exactly what Job need, needed. So, so what did they do to uh, mourn with him and comfort with him? He did, they did some of the things mm-hmm. he would expect to do at the time. I mean, they, they raised their eyes from the altar. They, they wept with voices. They tore their robes. They sprinkled dust yeah. on his head toward heaven. And they sat down on the ground with him. And you know what? This sort of makes me feel bad saying anything bad about them. Because most, most of us, when we go comfort someone, we might spend 30 minutes, an hour, you know, two hours. And then we go yeah, for a nice couple of hours right. and turn on TV. They sat, <laughs> they sat on the ground seven days and seven nights. Uh, it said no one spoke a word with him. They yeah. saw that his grief was very great. Now, they just sat there with him. They were with him. They didn't speak, but they were with mm-hmm. him for seven days and seven yeah. months. Yeah, that's, I mean, these are really great right friends. There. The mistake was that they did start to speak to him. <laughs> yeah, they just said, <laughs> if they silent, just, it would be better. Yeah, <laughs> and that ought to give us uh, encouragement, too. When we go visit people, let's be careful not to talk too much. Let's just be there and, and listen and let them talk. And uh, when we try to add our own personal experiences and all that, I think it just gets in the way of the fact that, hey, I'm the one hurting here. Uh, let's, uh, and let's be more in tune with the person that's suffering rather than maybe giving them a, a, even a sermon. You're right. They don't need a sermon. It might be... I think sometimes we speak out of nervousness. We don't know what yeah. else to say, so we just start talking. If we do that, you'll do what I do, which is then bring up something you mm-hmm. definitely shouldn't be bringing up at that time. So, yeah, sometimes just holding a hand and just uh, being with them 
And then we'll say, just keep on encouraging them, saying, God will bless yeah. you. You know, God, God will be with you. I'll be with you. And uh, yeah, you know, just I've been love. blessed, and I know you too yeah. have, Charlie, with uh, women in our life that know how to talk to people, even when they're dying. My uh, first wife, Julie, uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, I remember one time when we were, I'm kind of like the guy you're talking about. I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. And I, I felt totally uh, incapacitated there. I just did, I was froze up. Uh, but Julie went over, took his hand, looked him in the eyes, and just began to uh, empathize with him and said very little, but was there for him. That always impressed me about uh, Julie. My current wife, uh, Judy, she's a nurse. She also has that ability to be with people. Uh, in fact, she's done this several times. She's been with people as they died. And uh, she prays with them. Uh, she prays by herself with them. And uh, what a great person to be around when you're going through your final hours. Unfortunately, though, <laughs> uh, Job's friends turned out to not be that. They were more of... They wanted to talk theology and explain to Job why he was going through this. And this is where it gets interesting because we know at the end of the book of Job that God says, look, Job, everything Job said was not right. So what what they say, we have to kind of take a grain of, take it with a grain of salt, don't we? Theology, they were explaining. Yeah. You hear it today. Uh, you hear people say it today. In fact, there's a prosperity gospel, mm -hmm. which will almost parrot a lot of this, which basically says you have good things mm -hmm. because you are a good person and you are doing the right things and God has blessed you. And you have bad things happen because you have done something wrong and you must be at fault. This is not an unusual There, there is a problem, a problem with, it. with it. Let me say that uh, sometimes the reason there's a problem with it is because they do not know God. They do not know his personality. Remember the children of Israel when they were coming out of Egypt. And remember God was telling them that if they obeyed him, they would prosper. If they didn't obey him, they would not prosper. See, too, the idea that if I'm following God, good things will happen. If I don't follow him, bad things will happen. The, the problem with that theology is bad things do happen to good people here in in the 21st century. And that's what we kind of want to explore as we uh, look at these sermons, as it were, from uh, Job's friends. They do have yeah. their sermons and they, they go on and on and on. In the end, what they, another part they're missing is God promises us uh, blessings, but the blessings don't always come as right. uh, checks in the mail yeah. <laughs> that we can deposit in our bank. There are people who I know who've gone through really rough times, and at the end, they praise God because it has changed their life and made them more mm -hmm. dependent and closer upon God. Surprisingly, I have a, a lady I know who is a brilliant lady. I mean, just just uh, above, way above me in her brilliance. Oh, wow. And she got brain cancer. And she told me later she was happy she got it because now she understood yeah other people before she said i was frustrated with them i was always upset because you know they couldn't yeah. they they couldn't think at my level 
and now I understand them. And I, I praise God. Change has actually brought me closer to people and to God. And I think yeah. that, that, that's just one way of looking at it. We find that experiences, that they bring us closer yeah, to God, it doesn't matter what happened. Good, good point there, Charlie. Well, we've uh, run out of time. Next time I want to talk about the impatience of Job, as we'll see in chapter three of Job. I look forward to talking with you about that. Thank you for joining us. For more information, go to AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. That's AnswersFromScriptureOnline.com. In addition, we offer a personal Bible study at our Discover Bible School page at BibleSchools.com slash 1514. That's BibleSchools.com slash 1514. In addition, we support a Daniel and Revelation seminar on YouTube. Subscribe at the link in this episode description. Contact us directly at AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. That's AFSEpisodes at gmail.com. And always, thank you for joining us as we seek our answers from Scripture.